Welcome to Borderline Millennials, episode number 10. And today we're discussing... Feminism. So I'm going to keep very quiet. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But why... why, why, Hang on, there's there's something we need to... The story behind, we're going to get to... No, 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 forget the story. There's something bigger than that before, before we go into that. Which it's what I'm getting to. So let me introduce it. Okay. Because I think before we do anything, 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 or speak about anything today, we should speak about Garrett's new toy. No, 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 no. No? Bigger than that. Bigger than that? Yes. What? We're in the same room. Oh, yes! <laughs> uh, yeah, we, we just decided for the 10th episode, which which is why it took a little bit longer than uh, than planned, is that we are... In the same room, in the same city, and it's just For the first crazy. time in like ten, three months. <laughs> ten yeah. weeks. Actually, 12 weeks. Oh, that's this is ridiculous. Yeah. But I feel like we didn't miss each other. We know a lot about what's going what on. We I missed through... you. I mean... Oh, thank you, Gareth. But I, I'm, I'm good. I that's... feel like you're, you're... Oh, fine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, I, I, I think this uh, podcast is a good way that we could... Stay in the know of what's going on with each other, uh, even though that we don't meet anymore. <laughs> yeah. It's like hanging out without actually hanging out. Exactly. Which is a uh, shout out to the, our friends who are listening. They say that it's, there's, it's like they're hanging out with us. So that's also very cool. Yeah. And that's kind of the intention of this, really. Yes, isn't it? absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So on to some not so important news. Um, no. Very it's, still, important it's, news. it's still important. It's just it not as important. It's the very important news. So yeah, my Tesla arrived. Congratulations. Thank you. And then uh, to commemorate the arrival of my Tesla, which came with the wrong wheels. Um, <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> the, the wheels that it should have come with, come with the, the thing that was taking the time. So um, they gave me the car with the wheels that I don't like, but I'm allowed to kind of use until mine arrive. Oh, and so then... your wheels are coming? Yeah, my wheels are coming, but just not for a few weeks. Um, so uh, yeah first thing I did was uh, take it on a four day road trip around Switzerland um, which was kind of amazing slightly scary as well Um, (laughs) because of the charging uh, so in a Tesla it tells you where the Tesla chargers are but it doesn't tell you where anything else is so anything else is in what? as in like other chargers so why would you need other chargers? because if you're not near a Tesla charger or there's not one on the way then would an other charger charge your car? Yeah, you can you can charge with any other charger. Okay. But I just don't know where they are or how long they take to. I was just going to ask you: Is there an app that tells you where? There, are they there are? is an app. For that. <laughs> <laughs> there is an app. Okay. Um. So yeah, I, I I picked up the app. I'm kind of using that a little bit. It's not as easy as just the Tesla taking you. Mm. And and to be fair, it probably would have um, uh, got me to where I wanted to go without charging. Yeah. But um. Yeah, obviously, first time driving it, very kind of scary. Yeah. What if I run out of charge? It, it didn't run out of charge, but I just didn't want to let it get below like 40% because I was yeah. panicking. Because you're still like, like calibrating how much it is. But you know what? I think there's a mental block for people. It's like, what if it runs out of charge? What if the car runs out of gas? It's the same thing, but we're just worried. But I think gas runs yeah. a little bit 
longer. Well, it's the same if you, concept. If you, if you run out of petrol, you go to the nearest garage, pick up a petrol can, and then yeah, put it but in it's, the car. again, it's the same concept again. It is, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, the, there yeah. are some people that like to run petrol like bingo. Uh, you know, see how long they can run the car without filling up. Were you um, that person? No. Uh, um, did you ever run out of gas? Lots of times. That's why I'm not that it person. It happened to me once. <laughs> I was like, the car is like, what is happening? I was like, oh, I run out of gas. And it was... To, to be fair, the first time it happened to me, the fuel gauge was broken and I didn't know. I it know. was like a 1973 Beetle or something like that. Wow, and, no, that's old. Yeah. No, it, I ran out of gas once and, and my dad, I obviously called my dad and he was very disappointed. So <laughs> I, I didn't do it again. <laughs> same kind of thing I think with electric cars it's um, because you don't have an electrical point everywhere I mm. mean I have a, a cable that lets me plug it into the wall mm. but you know it can take like three days to charge off of a wall socket so mm. um, not the uh, not the easiest thing but yeah well it, good for you and congratulations great yeah. yeah looking forward to seeing it soon if I'm around <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if we ever meet again if in we person. ever meet again ever so we'll try to do this every twenty, every ten episodes. We're just in the same room. <laughs> cool. So on to the the big topic for today. Yeah. Well, I thought uh, last um, last week I was in the U.S. I attended. Uh, I had some business meetings and then I had uh, some time off at night. So I I went to see a Broadway show and. Um, I went to see something called Dear Evan Hansen, which was sold out, and then I found another one which was called Tootsie. Are you familiar with the movie Tootsie? Yep. From Dustin Hoffman? Yep. What did you think about it? Not did really you like my it? thing. It's not, it wasn't <laughs> funny. So when did you watch that movie? Uh, when I was young. Oh, I haven't watched it when I was young. So I knew of it forever, and I just watched it last year for the very first time. And then you went to the Broadway musical version. And, and I was like, because I... I, I'm in New York. This is my tradition with myself. Is like I have to go to and watch a musical every time, or a play or whatever, which is one another time that we can discuss with the one I went and saw uh, Chris Evans in in a Broadway show. Was it a musical? No, it wasn't a musical. Okay. It was a comedy. But anyway, so <laughs> I my tradition is like I have to go watch something, whatever it is, and sometimes I get disappointed. Sometimes I'm delighted and this time it was i was i thought i was gonna get disappointed but i was delighted and also triggered some thoughts in my head about um so the story is in case you don't know about uh, tootsie the story is about this struggling actor who is trying to make it in show business but no one's hiring him and then uh he decides to go and act like a woman and uh, yeah. No, I mean like disguised as a woman. He's not acting like a woman. <laughs> He's disguised as a woman, and then goes and uh, I was gonna say <laughs> applies for a. So he auditions for a, a woman's role and he gets it, and then he becomes very famous. And he's he's successful, but at the same time, uh, it was the, the there was another spin on on the play, where they were um, addressing feminism and in terms of uh, him being treated as a man versus a woman, and how as a woman he was being treated differently uh, every time he wanted to say his opinion or talk about something that matters. So, I thought it would be a very good, uh, topic for today. To talk about feminism. Good idea, huh? Yep. Thank you. 
I thought so too. Um, I just want to say, as a man, you know, I don't want to. You don't want to. I, I, I don't want to talk actually, about. Oh, I'm going to grill you I, right I, now. I, I, don't, I don't want to give my opinion <laughs> on it because it's not actually. No, uh, but how do you define feminism? How, what do you think feminism is? How do you define femi- feminism? It's not like you know for me to define. <laughs> I don't have a feminism myself, but I a feminism. Uh, a fe- <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a definition. I'm so tired. (laughs) Actually, it's very late in the day today. So it's uh, after a very long uh, work day. So we are just both. Anyhow. So my definition about feminism is just taking control of uh, women, taking control of their situation and also not being afraid to speak their mind. But also not in a um, in an aggressive way because a lot of people say think that f- feminists are those aggressive what do they call them uh, men eaters and they want to destroy men and everything about men and that's not what I think it should be it's about just taking um, a stand in a positive position in society that's what I think feminism is and should be about what do you think feminism is. I don't want to say. Gareth, come on. <laughs> well, from a male perspective, not necessarily yours. No, so I think How do I men mean, see feminism? Do they view it as a positive or a negative? I think it depends because yeah. it's a bit like I saw a diagram the other day of um, politics and it shows um, the people that you hear the most of in either social media or on TV. And you've got those people that are very extreme leftists mm. and yeah. those people that are extreme rightists. Yeah. Rightists? Right wing. Left wing, right wing. Yeah. Um, but leftist is a right word. Yeah. yeah. But then yeah. It, you, you kind of, you hear most from them. So you get this polarized view of society that, oh my God, it's everything is going to um, completely collapse because you've got the right wing talking about all of this stuff. And then mm. you've got the left wing talking about all of this stuff when actually the majority of people sit within the middle and it's kind of a sliding scale it's not one or the other people have differing views about different things so um but the activists get the most amount of coverage in the media um and i think it's the same with feminism so um when there are you know when there's a new story there i feel like that there's a lot of coverage and uh um that's not necessarily what is actually going on um, from a, from the perspective of like the majority of the population. So mm. for lots of men that are not necessarily educated about what feminism is supposed to stand for, they're probably thinking, oh, I've seen these marches about this. I've seen, you know, how they want to destroy society to, mm. <laughs> to use your kind of words. Yes. Um, and I don't think it's about that. Um, I think that there's a, there's a big movement that is, um, within the whole banner of feminism that is about equality not about actually having women take a, a bigger role than men mm. so for me you know like the whole equality thing I'm just kind of I don't understand why it's 2019 and we still have to talk about it yeah yeah I agree I mean, it's like it's so strange and it's kind of you have the same with um uh like the whole um, gay pride parades that are going on and then you've got like lots of people that are very against it and you kind of go there's a straight 
Pride Parade that is coming in yes. Boston. In fact, I, I don't want to say <laughs> so... Gay Pride Parade because it's not really Gay Pride anymore. It's L B G T Q I Parade. It's Pride. Yeah, I don't know most of the letters. Yeah. But at the same time, it's kind of like, you know, I don't see why that should be an issue for people. Yeah. The whole straight parade thing, you kind of go... That's very funny. Do, do you really need to promote that? It's... Because I think, like, from their point of view, they m- might feel that they're threatened by something or that they're losing their identity. No one's focusing on their identity, so they think that they want to... I don't know what they're going to do with this. I mean, if, if, if anyone's got any views or insights into why this is even a thing, like, that's, that's let us know. Um. But I remember my friend uh, Nadine, her husband, she said her husband asked her, I was like, is equal pay really a thing? And she's like, yeah. And, he, she's, and he's like, no, I mean, like, do women really get paid less than men? And she's like, yes, that happens. And then he's like, but how are you, how are you people, like, how are you accepting this? And I'm like, it's so true. Yeah. But I just don't understand why is this a thing as well? It's not fair. Yeah. And I think I used to always say like, um, well, for a woman to get ahead, I think it's less now. Our opportunities are, 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 are a lot better. But like to, to get ahead... Uh, you have to work twice as hard to be viewed half as good. And and that's a big de- dehumanizing thing to put on a woman on, or on a person. That you have to do this in order to just about succeed. That's really something that is... Well, I think tough. the other thing is, is that that's not necessarily... And, you know, I think it exists um, and there is a gender bias. Mm. But I think that that exists in a lot of other areas as well. So, mm. you know, depending on where you're from, the university that you go to, um, your race, your, yeah. you know, all of that is, and we can say that because we're very diverse in this room. We are so. very diverse <laughs> in the room, yes. Um, but, um, you know, I don't think that's specific to um, women. I think that there is, there is a very strong... Um, kind of case for that because the data is there mm. and you can see the inequality so but again you know it's 2019 but where do you think I just don't <laughs> understand but then also like there are people like you and me and hopefully most of our listeners who think that we don't understand why this is still happening not even with feminism or equality but like race bias or any any of these things why do you think that happens? There are others that think that this is a good thing. Uh, why do you think that there's this divide? And I promise we're, st- we're going to start joking and laughing again. I think this sounds very serious. But why do you think this happens? I know the reason. You know the reason? Yep. What is the reason? Brexit. <laughs> that's a good joke. <laughs> no, I wasn't joking. But that's the... Think about it. Brexit caused mm. like the whole Trump mess. And then the rise of the right wing in... Was Brexit before Trump or after Trump? Unfortunately, it was before. We did it first. Um... Hold my beard. Yes, I remember <laughs> yeah. this story. Um, but I mean, the, I think... Um, but mo- Brexit is not the cause. It's the... It's a result of the disease. 
It's not the symptom. Yeah, but it almost fueled the fire. So um, if then you it think it can of, be done. But yeah. nationalism is, is, is rising everywhere in the world. Yeah. Um, and I think that, you know, this was, for me, one of the best analogies of this is, um, so Mo Farah, who is um, a runner for uh, Team Great Britain, mm. um, you know, gold medalist, Olympian, mm. um, when the 2012 Olympics, uh, the way that he described it was that the 2012 Olympics in London was there about bringing people together. That was the message. And he had never felt so proud. Yeah that you know there were so many countries and um so much diversity brought together in one place which was london Mm. um and then you know four years later um it's almost the complete opposite where brexit happened and then literally there is this big divide now Mm. and i think that the you know as i was talking earlier on about the kind of extreme Mm. um viewpoints Again, this kind of helped fuel the um, uh, the extreme nationalists into mm. going. Well, actually, now we have a um, a statement that the people voted for this. Nationalism is kind of back in a big way, and we can we can push for that more. Which begs the question about democracy, but I'm gonna we can talk about this later. Um, I think also uh, one of the things that. Uh, I asked a, a friend who's from the UK and she said she didn't vote she voted against Brexit her mother voted with Brexit and I'm like yeah but why did she and she said something that was really interesting she said yeah she's worried and uh, where she lives the mosque is bigger than the church and there are so many immigrants and I was like but actually Brexit take keeps the people that have the mosque in Britain and takes the people that would go to church out of Britain and she's like, yeah, but don't ask me. But it's it's just the fear of the others. I just want to get everything that is different, everyone that is different than me from where I am because what we have is we're losing our identity or we're losing our yeah. resources. And I mean, we're, we're going to do a full episode on Brexit later on as well. Yes, so absolutely. We don't want to go too Once far anybody figures it out. Yeah, but I think yeah. you're, you're onto the point there is that it's the fear of um, if if somebody can simplify a message, and this for me fear mongering. Yeah, for yeah. me, um, I was talking to um, one of our German colleagues who um, we were talking about how do we simplify this message so that everyone can understand it and everyone can get behind it, and basically um, they were like, no, no, this won't work in the German market, and yeah. I was like, well, but why not? And they said. The, the German people don't like simplified messages. Uh-huh. The German media are not bought into that. Yeah. And I was like, okay, but why? So um, the way that they described it was uh, simply, well, the last time that we had somebody <laughs> talking a simple message over and over again, it didn't go so well for us. <laughs> it's like, but why? Yeah. But why? Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, it kind of clicked. Okay, so... Um, I think that, you know, it doesn't work in Germany so much now. I think when you get to other places where you can you can simplify one thing that people hook onto, mm. it means that they don't necessarily do the rest of the research that they should. 
So for something like Brexit, for instance, there were a lot of messages that were very misleading, um, simplified the issues that weren't necessarily issues. Um, And then because of the fear people had, that's why they voted for it. But do you think if we go back to feminism, do you think that there's a a fear from women getting their position in society? And and, and so a woman can... And also there's a lot of stress on women to be feminists as well. I mean, any woman is a feminist because by definition she's a female. But you can also have choice uh, in order to stay at home or work or do a career or take a career break. But women don't have the luxury anymore because if they do stay at home, they're not feminists and they're not doing it right. And I think that's also unfair it, the way that it's been sold to people as well is also puts even more pressure on, on women. Uh, and I think that's also a challenge. That's an interesting one. So you can't be a feminist if you are a stay-at-home mum. I think you can. I personally think you can. Uh, you can raise a very strong boy or girl if you're a mother and you can raise them to respect women in in a very good way as a son or as a daughter to raise her to be independent and and strong but at the same time does society look at you as because people would say like oh i'm just a mom no you're not just a mom you're doing something super important to the world so i think that's also there's stress on that have you ever seen that youtube video oh of which one it has to come back to Uh. to youtube but um where there's um, a guy that's interviewing somebody for a job. Uh-huh. And he says, um, okay, the uh, hours are very long. You're going to be working, you know, like 20 hours a day. Um, we can call you at any point. Uh, uh, and you have to be there, like, instantly. And then runs through this entire thing of, like, completely ridiculousness. Um, and then uh, says, oh, and the pay is actually, we want you to do it for free. Yeah. And then the upshot is when they when they say, you know, no, why would anyone do that? It turns out that that's the job description for a mother. Yeah, I think it's a PNG ad, and yeah. I love it. <laughs> uh, we actually have a, an Arabic version uh, of it that says, uh, "Motherhood is not easy, but it's worth it." And it's a, it's a really really nice ad, but it's a very good concept. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, I don't know how we got to that. I don't know. Fem- like supporting <laughs> females. Do you think that people dismiss women when they're in... Because I... The way I grew up... So in my family, like... We've never had a differentiation between my brother and me and my sister. Everybody's equal. So I grew up in a world where I didn't even think that was an issue. Up until... <laughs> I started working and I was like what the hell is going on I don't understand this like why are these guys getting ahead and I'm like uh, here and then I started understanding that this is a challenge and then this is oh my god I have to prove myself and they don't have to so that was just like a, an eye opening thing I don't get it anymore right now because I feel like I'm I'm very outspoken and I just don't care who is in front of me. But at the same time, it's like, why would anybody go through this? This is horrible. Yeah. But do you see this here in Europe? Um, I, I'm sure you do, but like, is it, it's not that prevalent in our company at least. I do. And I think that um, 
it, it's kind of weird because the higher up you get, the more you see people, you know, it, male or female change anyway. But yeah. um, I think with um, female leaders, the change is always like a they have to be more masculine. Yeah. And it's kind of a weird concept because actually... Get more aggressive and more angry and like you have to prove yourself that you're not... Yeah. Um, emotional. Yeah. Whereas yeah. I'm kind of thinking, well, you know, maybe you got yeah. to that position because they actually wanted something a bit more like emotional yeah. or in touch with actual yeah. people yeah. Um, as opposed to the kind of typical robot senior <laughs> this is the sales figure this is what I want yeah. um, you know without the human side to it I don't want to say not emotional the human the human element yeah um, well see also emotional when you said like emotional is not necessarily a negative thing no people take it as a negative thing yeah but I think emotional is good too some people think, are emotional about, some people are not think, think about the the times that you've kind of looked at something and gone the logical thing is to do this but I think but actually <laughs> I want to go with this yeah. and then it turns out really good all, all the time yeah <laughs> <laughs> the data tells me this but actually I'm just going to go and do this anyway no 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 but like when, when it's data I have to do you have to go to with data as well but yeah it's interesting yeah I mean let us know what you think I mean we're not experts on the topic I'm definitely not an expert you know being so why are you so scared to say something because also there is this yes a man is talking about feminism he, he's not allowed no no it's, 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 not, it's not about scared of saying it's, something it's actually it's you know like... I can't make an assumption based on my experience because my experience isn't necessarily what you would go through so if you were yeah. to say something like, um, oh, you know, well, we have to work twice as hard. I can't turn around to you and say, well, actually, no, you don't. I mm. also have to work twice as hard because... Yeah, well, you do, yes. Well, I do, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm no. a special case. <laughs> but, um, you know, it, it, it's, it's similar to... Uh, and I think I, I saw another image of... Um, uh, what was it they were doing? They were doing something in the U.S., and there's like another group of like uh, uh, senators or um, leaders or something. I can't remember what the what mm. the thing was that they were trying to set up. But again, they were deciding the future of women. Mm. But there wasn't one woman there. Like, it's also ridiculous. Yeah, but it, it it it's similar to you know if we if we're doing something for a particular set of people, whether it's at work or something mm. else then we would kind of ask those people um you know what do you think of this or get some kind of insight back from them we wouldn't just throw something out there and yeah hope that it was right um but people think yeah they they, they can yeah but also it's it's important to to hear both sides of any coin because in that way you say that this is my perspective because if i have this idea so think about if I have this idea about we're trying to work as twice as hard just to be half as good and I have this engraved in my psyche everything I do will be um, controlled by this concept which also doesn't liberate me to do to give to put the best uh, I can which is until we just lose those shackles of just this is what is real then we can actually be free 
yeah. I guess. So it's important to just open our eyes to things and yeah. yeah. I think I think the other thing is is that you know as I was just kind of saying is that for me I don't see that there's like an inequality in terms of the when I'm dealing with people or yeah. you know I, I just don't even think of you that. You don't see it but yeah. it's just there. Also, yeah, I know it's there because I've seen the data that tells yeah. me that it's there. Yeah. But then I can't pass a view on it saying actually that's not correct because but you know what? Like I, I have an, an, I don't do it. Yeah, I have an example. So remember Marissa Mayer? Yep. So she was CEO of Yahoo. She left Yahoo. Google and she went to Yahoo as CEO. And I think she was pregnant at the time or she got pregnant very soon after. And she was the first big CEO uh, in tech, I think, mm-hmm. as a woman. And the coverage was all about her being a woman. And it was all about, like, everybody was, like, no one was rooting for her to, to, to succeed. Yep. Everybody was rooting for her to, to fail. Yep. And, and she actually, no one said that she's so brave that she took on a, a sinking ship. It was all about when is she going to fail. And if, if she fails, all women fail. And if she succeeds, she suc- only she does. That's a huge burden. Yeah. I don't know what happened to she. Did she design? I can't remember what happened. Because I've. What happened? Do you remember? Yeah, no one knows. I just gave up and I was like, I don't want to follow this story anymore. Let me Google that for you. Please Google. Oh, let me Yahoo oh, yeah, that, that for us. <laughs> Actually, Yahoo that for us and let's see what happens. But the, the, the concept of just no one roots for you to win. And that's also sad. I think this is the thing that if you're an innovator or you're the first at something, then, you know, that's what happens. Yeah. Doesn't it? Doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. Not pick up because you're a woman. Yeah. Um. In the case of Marissa Mayer. Mm. Uh, to use another example, in the case of Tesla, you know, if a Tesla breaks down or catches a light or something like that, it's, it's Elon Musk's. Yeah, fault. it's all over the news, <laughs> and yet when you kind of look at <laughs> the amount of other cars that break down or That's so true. Uh, you know it's the same thing so um let me find marissa mayer so yes. let's have a look um no i think she still is she still is ceo of yahoo i don't think so well yahoo's no going nowhere but they do uh, have a nice weather uh, weather <laughs> app though that's the only time I, I visit Yahoo is using the weather app. Well, no, but they do other things as well. It's like also something that's very interesting while you're looking that up. The the U.S. women's football soccer uh, team is the best in the world. And they've won so many World Cups and so many championships. Yet they are paid, I, I think, a fraction of the, what the soccer the male soccer team does. And that's the one that is there because they're very successful i don't know what happens in germany france and others i do have another view on that though um and just to close off the marissa mayer conversation yet she resigned in june 2017 she just she must have been under tremendous pressure yeah yeah um so when it comes to athletes Hmm. um you know the amount that they get paid so looking at something like the Premier League in football, the pay is ridiculous. Yeah. Um, at the same time, you can't say that every football player should get paid equally mm. in terms of male football players because, you know, they get paid differently according to... Um, their skills. Yeah, their skills and everything else as well. 
the um their actually their bankability as well yeah and this is this is where it comes into its own in um sports is that because a lot of this is done through sponsorship and mm. sponsorship deals now if it brought the viewing figures of what the premier league does um or the world cup does then fine oh see that's a very male answer and i'll tell you why because yes this is how society is has been set up that everybody watches the male championship league and there's less of a focus on the female sports so therefore people don't really watch them so they don't bring that much sponsorship so it's the way society has been set up yeah but that's least to this. it's 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 like another sport so you know if you are um a gaelic football star you ever heard of gaelic football <laughs> yes i lived in ireland okay so I just... yes <laughs> Um, that's like saying, well, actually, they should get paid the same as a Premier League player because, um, you know, it's not as well known and society hasn't given them that chance. <laughs> outside of Ireland. <laughs> yeah. But I, I guess, no, I, I take your point. And I think that actually, um, you know, maybe, and this is a societal problem, mm-hmm. but in terms of like the payment, because there are less people watching it, yeah. therefore there's less sponsorship. Formula E, Formula One, same thing. Um, Formula E drivers do not get paid as much as Formula One drivers. Yeah, apparently um, one is better than E. Formula One is much more exciting. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's why people watch it. This year, yeah, it hasn't really been, but um, you know, it's there's this big thing around it. So, and I don't know how to address that from a football standpoint. Mm. But if you can get the viewing figures for uh, women's football at the same level as men's, then absolutely, I'm like. I don't understand why you wouldn't get paid as much. It's very funny. Um, you know Hassan Minhaj, who is... His name is Hassan Minhaj, not Manoj. Um, he does this Netflix show. Do you, you know this guy, right? No. He used to be on... Uh, on The Daily Show. The Daily Show. Yeah, yeah okay. So yeah. that guy, what is it called? Patriot Act, Act on Netflix. So yeah. he's really funny. So he went to an all-stars uh, basketball game. And then there was... It was a mixed basketball game. And then someone who was a WNBA star, a, a woman, just, like, destroyed him, took took the ball, like, just destroyed him. Oh, I did see this, yeah. So everybody was <laughs> like, ha-ha, you got uh, destroyed by a girl. And he's like, have you seen this girl? <laughs> yeah. Can anybody win against yeah. her? She's, and like, six like, foot seven, yes, trains every day. Like, it's... Yeah, and I was like, yeah. So it's it's kind of funny. But I, I, think, I think this is the thing. It's kind of, do we even need separate leagues? Yes, because you don't want men to kick girls because it's going to be really tough. Are you saying the girls can't kick back? They can't kick, but no, like physiologically, (laughs) they're stronger. And that's science. Like, there's nothing that we can do about it. But, yeah. I mean, you know, the pay thing is directly related to... um, Bankability, which is sad, ladies. Well, it's it's the sponsorship, and the sponsorship comes with viewing figures and that kind of thing. It's a bit like, um, uh, you know, let's take another example, like gymnastics. Mm. Male, <laughs> male gymnast. It doesn't exist. It exists. Uh, wait, Does it exist? It exists, it and, and, you know, I, I'm kind of like, I would love to be as strong as a male gymnast, for yeah. instance. But at the same time, 
just, <laughs> I don't find it as interesting, you know. <laughs> There's no male synchronized swimming. No. I love synchronized swimming. Why not? I know. I love synchronized swimming. It's one really? of my favorite things to watch. <laughs> it's just, and you know what? I love diving as well. Diving is pretty cool. So, I mean, what? I'm just trying to think of another thing because I, I feel like that sounded really bad me going actually no that's they shouldn't well, be paid equally a, kind of a male oh are you comfortable <laughs> <laughs> what I don't like okay wait 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 hold on ignore this part so also part of the the new like feminism anti-racism blah 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 whatever people say it's like oh white men and white men are like the now the devil incarnate is that fair and that doesn't bring positivity into the conversation does it um sorry that's my phone should have turned that off um no but you did well <laughs> yeah. at least it didn't ring put that in the outtakes <laughs> yes um sorry where were we old white men old white men or young old? white men you just said white men White men, are they the devil incarnate? Are they the root of all evil? The way people talk about them right now. Which I think it doesn't bring any positivity to the conversation. It just puts people on the defensive, trying to defend their, their, their position in society. I think this is kind of it. And I'm, I'm always a, uh, a fan of, you know, why do we have to be against each other? Why can't we all win? Yes. Why can't we all be together and be happy? Does that sound too millennial? I don't know. I don't know. Do you think? <laughs> well, if it does, if, if if this is the millennial vision, then the future is bright. But I don't think so. So there's a, there's a great book, um, uh, which I can't remember the name of now. It's that good. No, um, Yahoo. That <laughs> yeah, yeah, Yahoo. That Yahoo. <laughs> Yeah. I haven't used Yahoo for for years until I mean, I today. Used Flickr. What's ah oh, that? No, that was I part of Yahoo. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Um, was it was? What oh, is no, it? Oh no, it still is. But yes. I mean, it's just not very good. No one uses it anymore. No, I still okay. have an account, but I just. You know who uses it? Um. Oh, I can't remember the name. Ah, Stanislav. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Which, who, who we're going to talk about right now, but finish your point and then we're going to. Yeah, yeah. So the, there's a book um, uh, called Give and Take by Adam Grant. I think it's Adam Grant. Is that the Givers and Takers guy? Yes. Okay. Um, How impressed were you when I told you the concept without even knowing about the book? And yeah. then you're like, hold Sim on, there's a TED talk about it. Sim simple, simple concept. You know. Any good human can come up with it. Yeah, Thank yeah. you. Okay. Um, and you know, you've got givers, you've got takers, you've got matchers. Yeah. Um, I didn't, I didn't figure out the matchers yet, but. So the matchers is I will do something for you, but I want something in return for it later on. Yes. And he said that the matchers are created by, uh, by being uh, givers that have been burned so many times by the takers. Yeah. That's such a good but concept. But also, the givers are. Um, the matchers kind of uh, protect the other givers. The matchers protect the, the other givers. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes, I do that now. Yes. Yeah. Oh, so you're a matcher now. I am. I, yeah, I try to be. I try to be. And I catch myself being a giver sometimes now. And I just like, no. But I, I, I was watching, uh, watching, listening to um, a podcast. Have you seen uh, Game of Thrones yet? No. 
Okay, because... This is, this is really bad now. This is going to be... Okay, it might be a spoiler. <laughs> no, no. Jon Snow no, no, is no. the ultimate not giver. Saying, not saying. He's such a giver. Yes, but, well, actually, no, he, he was in all of that, unless you're going to tell me... The season that, that I've watched, he was a giver. <laughs> he was not a matcher. But, anywho, go ahead. So, um, I was listening to a, a podcast on um, winning. Mm. Um, I don't know why I was listening what to that. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> it's not, not the kind of thing I would normally oh, listen yeah. to. But um, uh, but it, it wasn't about like winning as in, you know... Um, yeah, I'm going to destroy everybody. Yeah, yeah. It was, a, it was kind of a different concept to that. Um, but what they were saying is, is that you have um, uh, people that want to win at the detriment of others. Yes. Um, and then you've got people that want to win. Oh, I think this was about... Something to do with like selling or something like that. I don't selling. know. It's like this meme about uh, of a cat that if I can't lose weight, then dear God, please make all my friends fat. Yeah. <laughs> That's the concept. <gasps> this is why my friends keep feeding me donuts and cheese. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, it, it, it's almost like uh, he, he, he talks about the concept of instead of just um, winning and beating the other person in a negotiation situation it's kind of like i win you lose therefore i win it's like that's great for the initial mm. um initial negotiation but in the long term doesn't work mm. so there's kind of a a bit of give and take there again in terms of actually we if it if it's if we go for a win-win situation mm. um then further down the line actually that relationship is much better and therefore you win you both win but you win in the long term. Mm. Um, and this reminded me of a, a TV show in the UK, and I think it was called uh, Golden Balls. Um, Dina's shaking her head. Her I head don't there. know it. Okay. Yeah. So, and I think, I think it was this one anyway. At the end of it, they have uh, an opportunity um, to basically, they have like two balls, this is, is, this like is a... sounding worse and worse. <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> Hold on. Is it like a game show? It's a game show, yeah. Oh, okay. And there's a prize fund. And there are two people at the end of the show. Hmm. And the prize fund, um, they have two balls. And one of them is a um, share. And one of them is a take. Ah, okay. The prize. Yeah. But both people have both of those balls. Okay. And so... then... So basically, if they both put down take, they both lose. If one of them takes down, puts down take and the other one says share, then the person with the take takes the entire thing. No! If they both say share, they get half the money each. And this is a... It's an amazing view into humanity if you watch this TV show because they build up trust through the entire show and sometimes they just ruin them at the end of it. So That's so cool. If I yeah, if we can find a, a YouTube link, I'll put that in because it's be interesting. Yeah. yeah, but it crushes some people, like so badly. Because um, like yeah, you share, but then yeah, and there are some being instances, a matcher myself. Well, there there are some instances where the the person wanted to share, but thought the other person was going to take it, so they put a take and the other person shared, and then it. <laughs> and that that destroys a good person. Yeah, destroys them. Yeah. And yeah, 
It's interesting. Actually, I was having a, a, a business meeting today and I was speaking with someone. And then he's like, this is what we need to do, but this thing isn't working. And the other, we're talking about a third person. But then he said something that really impressed me. And he's like, okay, so we've done something. And then he said, okay, why don't we just give him what we have done? And then not take what he has done because we don't like it, but then give him what we've done so that he takes it as a win and he can share it as a team thing. And I'm like, that's such a good idea. He's like, yeah, let's give him a win. Instead of destroying everything that he has to do, we just give him a win and then life... And I was like, I was so impressed by that person. I was like, you're a good person. And it's a good business decision because... Yep. The other thing is not very good. <laughs> yep. The, f- the first time I gave somebody something like that mm. in a company that shall not be named, mm. um, they uh, almost fell on the floor. They were like, what Why? do you mean? Do Why? you not want to use this? And I'm like, well, it's fine. you know, you might get the opportunity to use it before me. Yeah. And yeah, that was mind blowing because that was uh, mm. my first look into the culture of that company. So how do we get onto this from feminism? Of- but it's all about like fear of sharing. Like, yep. why? The other thing about like from feminism or any against, any against, anything, any ism that is against the other people, it's always due to nothing that you have done yourself that you should take credit for. So if you're born a man, you don't have anything to do with that. Like, there's. You have done nothing to earn that, right? To earn it. To earn being a man or a woman. Like, you've got nothing to do it. You have... If you were born white or black, you have... You had no hand in doing that. If you were born in wherever, if you're rich or you're poor, born rich or poor, you kind of have a little bit, you could do something about it, but it's also something that is extremely difficult. So there's... Through no achievement of your own, you're just discriminating against another group that they're not you. Which makes me... I don't understand how that concept became. Like, how? Yeah. So it's kind of... If you're you're discriminating against um, somebody that has no say in how they are. Or you also have no say in how you are as well. So let's take the simplest form. So <laughs> some people are white, some people are black or whatever. So if white people discriminate against black people, who said that white people are born like this is they are born white through no decision of their own. So they have no hand in being born white. They have achieved nothing. No, no, I think you've got the wrong way around though. Yeah, what? Because it's like it's almost like if you choose to discriminate based on somebody that has no say in what you're discriminating against, then that's on you. Well, that too. But then also you're discriminating that thing that they don't have any hand in doing to themselves. I don't know how to describe it. Say it in Arabic. Say it? it in Arabic. So through no achievement of your own, mm. are you basing this discrimination against? So, okay, think about it this way. Let's go back to the feminism argument. If I, as a man, yeah. am discriminating against you as a woman because you're a woman, yes, then that is 
my problem. Yes, it's which your causes problem. Causes you a problem. That's fine, but then what? Then I have no hand in being a woman, right? Like I just yeah. was born that way. You also did not achieve anything. You did not earn being a man. You were just born that way, so you didn't do anything that you should be proud of. Being born a man. I see what you're saying. Okay, I don't know. This is a very convoluted. Yeah. Like so, everybody is like you've done nothing that you should be proud of to discriminate against other people. Yeah. In a very convoluted way of saying it. Yeah. Why do people do that? Tell me, Gareth. Now. <laughs> I think people just feel. Some people feel the need to put other people down in order to find a sense of their own belonging mm. and elevate themselves by crushing everyone else. So it's security and personal insecurity capitalism really isn't it it's just horrible <laughs> yeah. yeah but I mean you know that's and this comes from a survival instinct of um, you know where we come from as a society yeah I think it's fear as well I remember during the the market crash of nine, 2009 it was I was talking like you know when we were hunting and gathering yeah but then <laughs> but then right around that time there were articles talking about like so, so a lot of people were losing their jobs so they said that in companies where collaboration was the culture and everything was great once the security of their position flipped then it became really bad culture and everybody was competing and everybody was against each other yeah. So that insecurity brings that up. I yeah. guess. And I think that's the thing. If you can give people the security that they need, mm. you shouldn't have an issue there. Mm. I mean, you'll still get a few people that are outliers. But I mean, even in companies that I've worked in in the past, as soon as you know there's a big kind of restructure or something coming up, people know that they're going to lose their jobs. Mm. They start to turn on each other. Exactly. Um, or as we refer to it, uh, the Hunger Games. The Hunger Games. <laughs> Yeah, but with like if you think about it, like in the Hunger Games, the only way that they were out of it is by collaborating, not really destroying each other. Yeah, did yeah. You, did you watch the same? No, film? the final two. Yeah, the final two. Yes, but because they were from the same place. I watched this horrible <laughs> movie yesterday, it's called Alita. I really want to see that. I haven't it's seen it just, yet. It's so stupid, like waste of time. No. I thought it was going to be because I, I really like the concept. Though. I'm not going to. Yeah. But I liked the concept. I, was go- I thought it was going to be like uh, Ready Player One. And I was super excited to watch it. And I was like super disappointed. I didn't even finish it. Wow. Yeah. And, and that says a lot wow. coming from me. Speaking of which. Yeah. I know we've completely digressed on. I think we're, again, we're done on feminism. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Let us know what you think, guys. <laughs> okay. Um... I watched uh, Spider-Man Into the Spideyverse. Ah, oh, how was that? It was it's really good. Really good. Really good. Really good. Um, yeah, I, you know, you recommended it. And I was like, it's a cartoon, though. I'm not sure about it. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's really good. I, I actually watched it twice because it was that good. I think I'm going to watch it again as well. Yeah. It's super good. Yeah. I, yeah. I kind of wish that they had yeah. done that as, like, the next Spider-Man film. Yeah. Because that would have been... Really if it's cool. a proper spider like if it's not a cartoon that would be pretty cool too yeah yeah that would have been but that that might be coming you in think? the next Spider-Man film you think have you seen it no is it out yet it's not it's not out until September I think no it's out these days no yes what yes I need to fact check that actually fact check that because because if it is I'm be kind out. of how have I missed this 
Um, no, it's out very soon. Aladdin. Guy Ritchie, thank you, Guy Ritchie, <laughs> for ruining my childhood. Because like I couldn't even also watch the movie. It's he turned it into a Bollywood movie, and that's not what it's about. It's also I I saw this uh, post on Facebook. A friend of mine, her daughter said, uh, "Mom, I don't like Aladdin." And she said, "Why?" Because he's a liar. And she's like, what? Why? She said, he told Jasmine that he's Prince Ali, but he's actually Aladdin. <laughs> so, yeah. And he's a thief, too. So that's also another concept. You know that he's a thief. Yeah. Yeah. So I, my sister and I were just I, having... I, I know that I didn't grow up in the Middle East, but this was like a big thing for us yeah, but in it's, the UK as well. It, that it's, that he's a thousand thief? One Nights. Yeah. Is he from Thousand One Nights? Yeah. But like this, this, this thief of Baghdad, was it called the thief of Baghdad in English or? Uh, it wasn't. It's just called Aladdin, but that's part of. But so yeah. the actual name is Aladdin, Lus Baghdad, which is the thief of Baghdad, of Baghdad. Not Aladdin. It's Aladdin. Aladdin. Can you say Aladdin? Aladdin. <laughs> anyway, so. I can't say. It. I'm just messing. Don't uh, say it. Ale Adin. It's not Ale. Say it again. Ale Adin. Ale Adin. Ale Ale Adin. Ale Adin. So, um, the concept is that he's been like, but he's not a celebrated kind of character in the Arab culture because he's been he's uh, when's it coming? When I can't read. July second, which is today. Yes. That's Spider Man. Uh, so anyway, what is uh, celebrated is another story called Shatter uh, Hassan, which is the. I don't know what Shatter means in English. So like goody two shoes or something or someone that does everything good Hassan or something like that. So. Um, good Hassan. Good Hassan. Hassan means good as well, so it's the good Hassan. So it's good, good. Good, good. <laughs> <laughs> How are you? What's your name? Good, good. Um, so that was better, a better story. It was actually a, a movie that was done um, uh, about Alibaba as well. Mm-hmm. Alibaba is also a thief. Yep. No, Alibaba wasn't a thief, was he? I thought Alibaba. Alibaba stumbled on a on a. Not a lamb. <laughs> what is Kins? Do you know what Kins is? Kins. Kins is like a treasure. Yes. Yep. So Alibaba tra- stumbled on a treasure and then he took the treasure. So there was this Egyptian movie that was brilliant. So the guy's like talking about Alibaba and it's such a like a folk story and everybody loves it. And then his the four year old son is like, Alibaba is a thief. And he's like, no, he's not a thief. And he's like, no, he's a thief. And then... He goes to school and then the teacher, he tells the teacher Alibaba is a thief. And then the teacher kept saying, no, Alibaba's not a thief. Alibaba's a good guy. So then the kid starts stealing stuff. And then he's like, why are you stealing? He's like, it's like Alibaba. And then Alibaba saw, this is wrong. He's like, but Alibaba is not a thief. And it became this great cultural debate. And I, it was just a smart movie. Well, actually, so in British culture, yeah, um, we have a thing about, when when you look at all of the British films, it's kind of degrading to policemen. So everyone cheers for you know you you've got like um, the Italian job for instance, mm. or thieves. That's the main characters. Those are the people that you're after. That's not a British um, movie. 
Oh, Dina. Is did, you, did you really just say that? The, I'm not talking about the one with Mark Wahlberg. And, that's the one I'm talking about. Yeah, I'm talking about the, the original one. The original that, one. That film was based I've on. I've never heard of it. Yeah. Okay. Capitalism. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Damn you, yeah. Hollywood. Yeah. Um, but everything... Gone in 60 seconds as well. Yeah, yeah. So, you cheer for the bad guys. Yeah. Although in you know US culture, they have things like bad boys where you're... Um, you know, you're looking at the... Uh, oh, bad, boys. bad Boys 3 is coming up, it guys. Is, it and is. it's I'm really excited about that one. Um, but yeah, in UK culture, you know, you don't not necessarily celebrate that apart mm. from like Hot Fuzz, which is mm. like, they, you, you've never seen Hot Fuzz. <gasps> Have you seen Shaun of the Dead? Dina. That was an episode two when I told you I didn't watch Shaun of the Dead. I thought you were going to watch it by now. You were in episode 10, you know, it's, so anyway, um, mm. uh, things like, uh, Allah Adin. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, are celebrated because you know that was kind of the culture at the time actually it's oh. not just about thieves but it's just kind of I don't know it's funny and you don't really actually see Steam stealing something yeah. it's just a love story with Princess Jasmine but again Guy Ritchie ruined the movie it looks like a Bollywood movie which it should not have been I thought he did well with King Arthur though I've never seen that I know, one you said, should you I said watch before, it you should definitely watch it it didn't do well. I didn't watch it in the cinema because I was like, oh, I just don't want to watch this. And then I watched it on a plane and mm. I thought it was so good that when I got home, I watched it on my giant TV as well. My giant TV, that's yeah. so cute. It's, it's taken me seven years to get a giant TV. I'm, so now I'm, I'm happy now I'm for you. Yeah. You have a giant TV in a car. My yeah. God, yeah. you've I've arrived. a giant TV in a car. That's... Oh. Do you have this big iPad size yeah. thing? Yeah. It's pretty cool. So um, Spider-Man. It's out today. Yes. Can can I give you a a theory about what's gonna happen? Yeah. Go ahead. So there was a question asked on an American TV show, um, which I thought was quite interesting. And also, guys, just one second. I'm sorry about the. You might hear ticks and and yeah. knocks is, and things. This, this is, is just Dina. Me excited in the room. <laughs> yeah. So um, apologies for that. So, so, and uh, you know we can finish on this point. Um, to try and uh, uh, keep this episode a little bit shorter but also you know we'll see with this fan theory about Spider-Man because yeah. I, haven't, I haven't looked at any fan theories I've seen the um, trailer and that kind of thing Somebody... which they said is, is the first uh, trailer in the history of trailers that to have a spoiler uh, warning yeah. in the beginning <laughs> <laughs> yeah I haven't watched any of the kind of theories on YouTube and that kind of thing, mainly because I've been traveling and haven't had a chance to. But mm. um, uh, there was this big thing about somebody asked the question, which is very interesting, mm. of how is it that this is supposed to have happened five years after Avengers Endgame and they're still in high school? Yes. Do, do you have a thought about that? Yeah. Okay, tell me. So I have a thought about that too. The whole multiverse thing mm. could come into play here that's where my head is going yeah yeah which i think we know that the guy and uh, that uh, well, jake, Gyllen, is, jake yeah. gyllenhaal is coming from another uh, uh dimension but they're still in high school in this dimension yep but is that the same dimension or is this another dimension where yeah. in-game has happened as well but yeah, yeah, yeah i don't know okay my theory is <laughs> they uh, they all vanished, so that's why they had to come back to school. <laughs> yeah, which is very plausible. True. Yeah. 
So, mm, think about it this way then. If you all vanished, yeah. then after Endgame, where he clicked his fingers and everyone came back again, yeah. do they came back, come back exactly the same as they were before? Well, they, don't, they haven't done their classes, so they need to, to graduate. So they have to go back to school and do their classes. No, that's really good. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I, I didn't think of that. I, we have to I'm, watch the movie before next week to see. I'm, I'm kind of impressed by that, Zena. I'm, yeah, my hat goes off to you. Thank you. Anyway. I watched an amazing movie yesterday, which I thought was very, very funny. And I recommend it to everybody. Netflix, always be my maybe. That's a really funny one. There's a bit... Sounds like a rom-com. It is. But it's so funny. And, and like, towards the second half, there's a twist and it's just hilarious. Amazing. So you must watch it. You just spoiled the twist because now we know that it's coming. You will never feel that it's coming. You never understand. (laughs) It's just... It was just so funny. I kept laughing, like, out loud. Okay. Literally. So, always be my maybe. Always be my maybe is a really nice one. Who's it got in it? Um, you know the interview. No. So, the Seth, Seth Rogen, Rogen and his best friend, what's it called? James Franco, yeah. when they went and interviewed. Oh the yeah, Kim yeah. Jong-un. So the Kim Jong Un guy. Yeah. Is in there, and then there's another. The, the actress is called Ali Wong, I think. But they're not super famous, but they are actually okay. I thought you were going to say it was Seth Rogen. No, it was not Seth Rogen. Because okay. he kind of went weird and just started doing he's, rom-coms. He's just weird. Uh, apparently, this his new movie with... Uh, what's her name? is really good. Uh, Charlie's Theron. Charlie's. That's why they were in Austin, actually, sh- opening the movie. And I Dina missed the whole thing. just puts it all together. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, so but three months later. Three months later, and I just saw her. I'm just so proud of myself that I went and I saw. She's just so pretty. It's ridiculous. No one should be allowed to be that pretty. Okay. Yeah, but like Natalie Portman. Like, she's also very pretty. But like, to also, see her also face, a feminist. Yeah. See, see how I tied Natalie Portman back into the episode because I have to. Yeah. <laughs> have to mention her at least once. Yes. Um, no, but she never mentions you. That's very strange. She does, just... In your dreams. I, I, I was going to say, only in her dreams. Um. <laughs> no, only in your dreams. <laughs> yeah, one, one day we'll put her on the show. and Yes. Uh, you know. Um. So, yeah, speaking of people we want to put on the show, I spoke to several people, and they're all lining up, and they're all ready to do it. Uh, Stanislav. So, Stan... Uh, if you're listening, <laughs> this is your official um, official invite. Invite because he was like, I met him last week, and he's like, how can you start a podcast and not tell me? <laughs> and uh, so, if you listen to this, and if you stay till the end, you know that you are invited for next week's episode. And if, if you don't, if you don't, <laughs> then it's on you. Then we're doing it without you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Solange is also on, but uh, she is. Uh, traveling right now i'm collecting a list of people for the uh, brexit episode as well so we have uh, thomas butler um, <laughs> who is going to be our uh, correspondent he's moved back to the uk but yes. grew up in a different country in yes. europe so you know it's uh it'll be interesting but i think we should have like a few other people Very that cool. are 
from different countries, so very, I don't very cool. feel like it's all attacked at me. Excellent. Harim as well, I spoke to Harim today and she'd, she'd be interested to That'd join. That would be awesome. That would be funny. Like we, 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 I think we, between the two of us, we can share like some hilarious uh, stories. I, I am looking forward to <laughs> Solange. I'm just, Solange also would be wonderful. <laughs> wonderful. Just because I think the last time I spoke to her, because I'm actually working with her on some stuff now. Mm. I was like, don't tell me anything, save it for the podcast. She is actually, which is shout out to Solange, her birthday is this week. So happy birthday. Happy birthday, Solange. So yeah, so we've got a couple of good people come lined up and hopefully they start listening. But Stan, if you don't listen to this one, it's you're on you. You're not on this I mean, like, episode. come on. Yeah, I've done my part. Publicly invited you. Oh. What? You also tried something while you were in the US from last week's episode. The half and half? Yeah. Amazing. It's really good, like heavy milk, hey, heavy cream. And it works for coffee? That's brilliant. It's like creamy and buttery and lovely. Nancy. Nancy, thank you, Nancy. Thank you, <laughs> <Yeah>. Nancy. <laughs> and I couldn't just like, oh, it's here. <laughs> oh, that was very, Amazing. very cool. Okay. Anywho, On that note. Do you have any um, shower, shower thoughts? thoughts? No. no. Not any for today. No, because we were talking about a very serious topic. So I, I, I was yeah. going to try and keep it serious. Shower thoughts about... No, but we should put in like also... Should we... Just stay serious or just uh, be... Let, let me get you... Useless? I don't know, but uh, <laughs> we're not useless for fun. <laughs> what, what, what? I, f- I feel um, like that was quite a... Uh... I don't know. Like, should we only be serious or should we just stay as we are? Uh, let us know. But I think we're trying to dedicate, uh, I th- I especially think... the episodes that we don't have people uh, or guests, we, we'd like to dedicate... Um, a topic per episode so that we can discuss it and keep it going but please let us know and uh, please give us five stars or if you're listening to this please give us five stars on uh, uh, Apple Podcasts so that we can be elevated into the and people more people can find out about us and give us uh, some reviews as well that could be nice yeah I mean in the on the serious note it's kind of like uh, if it's warranted to be because I don't think that it would have been appropriate for us to talk about feminism in a a joking way no it's not or racism but what what can you talk about a serious topic in a f- joking way Trump Brexit <laughs> Trump is is my number one entertainment I just love watching this guy I love watching him I mean he's now the first president to have gone into North Korea is he in North Korea? Yeah, he was shaking hands with In North Korea? Yep. <gasps> Across the border. Oh my God. I didn't know that. I think he's going to do it. I just... I think he'll do it. I just got flashbacks of the interview. He will make it. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a good movie. That was such a good movie. But yeah. Okay. Anyway. So yeah. Before we go, because that's our tradition. And so do you want something serious or do you want something... Both. One of each. <laughs> serious first and then funny and then we close the note. Okay. Then we close the episode. So the serious one is uh, you are slowly dying from the very moment you were born. Oh, I read this one time. Well, uh, I read something uh, before. Someone said that um, what? life is 
uh, a venereal disease with a hundred percent what with a hundred percent probability of death just thought was brilliant it's like what is it the the only two things that are certain in life is death and taxes <laughs> yeah that's true and and on that note there's another shower thought here that a birthday party is just celebrating that you haven't died yet which is good these are really morbid morbid do you think you have more time to go or less time to go me yeah i'm surprised i made it this far to be honest <laughs> <laughs> but i think i think i have less time to go now really yeah or I I feel like you've actually been thinking about no, this. I'm... I have thought about it because this year I turned out a significant age. 21. Uh, 21, yes. So I then am now very aware of how much time I have left. And I'm thinking, like, am I exactly midway or do I have less time? So I think I'm either exactly midway or I might have less time to go. That's a really morbid thought. But which means that I'm taking a positivity out of it. I have to make the best out of what's left. Okay. I have this like so does that mean effort that you're mentality. Gonna, I'm gonna you're do gonna come stuff. skateboarding with me. No, because I want you're gonna to run a marathon with me. No, because I want to live with working legs and feet that are not broken. <laughs> yes. But what if they don't break? Every what time if, I go flying down a ski slope. I'm, but what if they do? That's not like living to the <laughs> to the max. Anyway, what's um, the funny one? Okay, let, let me let me give you a funny one. Let um, me show. Sorry, I keep banging on the table. <laughs> <laughs> Elon Musk looks like a slightly off John Barrowman. Who's that? You don't know John Barrowman? No, you have to say another one because this is a very. Everyone knows John just... Barrowman. Everyone in the UK, probably. No. He's, Who is he? Let me, let, me, let, me, let me bring up a picture. And we, we can also put that. Oh, that guy. Yeah, see? Everyone oh, knows yes. him, but they just don't know what he's from. So. Yes, so where is he from? Uh, the Flash, I think, right? Was he is in he the, Flash? the Flash? He was on Doctor yes, Who. Yes, he's, he's the bad guy on the Torchwood, Flash. Doctor Who, Arrow. Arrow, yes, he's the bad guy on Arrow. But he's also on the Flash. Oh, well, maybe he did a crossover. No, 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 no. He yes, he is the bad guy on the on Arrow. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yes, very good looking guy. But the but Elon Musk is like you so too. Do you have the feeling that he's sometimes just a little bit high when he's talking? I don't listen to him. I've seen him live, right? And I left in the middle. That can tell you something. Yeah, I know that's. A ridiculous story, but seriously, I could not stand like I, I extreme get it. I get it. thoughts and boredom. So. <laughs> and on that note, stay on the borderline. That was my line. Okay, you say. Ah, <sighs> it's okay. It's too late now. And on that note, <laughs> thank you for listening to episode number ten. We really enjoyed being in the room, same room together. And I hope I hope to see you again in life. <laughs> At some point. It was nice uh, seeing you, Gareth. And on that note... Stay on the borderline. Bye.